Hello and welcome to Historics Podcast. Those of you with a keen eye will notice we're not at the Historics HQ. We're on location and the home of Workshop Diaries and our guest, Ed China. Also with me in this powerhouse lineup is Historics owner and collector Mark Perkins. Good morning to you all. And interestingly, Ed, I saw in your YouTube bio that you referred to as a quintessential British eccentric, hmm. which is, uh, means I'm in good company because, frankly, Mark's an eccentric. And he's British. Oh, yeah, I and think. he is British, Most so what could possibly go wrong? Because <laughs> well, I find that a bit harsh, and Ed's definitely a fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> this week, yeah. we're going to ask Ed about all things YouTube, his new series online, and uh, what it means to the way we watch and consume this content. We'll be looking at our favourite lots from the auction, and what's coming up for the March 12th sale. We'll be discussing cars and projects with Mr Perkins. That's me. And uh, testing our knowledge of cars with a small quiz. Mm-hmm. And then we'll reminisce about cars from our past, so make sure you stay tuned. Now before we start, if you want to keep up to date with all our historic content, please like and subscribe. Click the bell icon, I think you probably know better than I do on this. Equally, we're in the presence of YouTube uh, royalty here, so do have a look at Ed's channel. He'll tell us a little bit more about it mm-hmm. and follow one of his 922,000 subscribers. Let's make it a million. Come on, subscribe immediately. <laughs> so chaps, how are you both? How are you? Very good. Yes. Yeah, this is good fun. Yeah? yeah. Hey, you've been away, haven't you? I have been away. Well, we've been looking after the parents and all the, sort of the in-laws in Norway. So right. it's been, and of course of the COVID thing, obviously we hadn't been able to get out there for ages. And so then we sort of spent a while there just to try and sort everything out. So now we're back, we're ready for our new season. Back and running. Yeah, yeah. So when you, when you said for ages, how long did you go for it? Did two you, months. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't a week or two, was it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, a couple. No. Of, well, a week or two next to another week or two next to yeah. another week or two. Yeah, so it's been a while. So, Workshop Diaries has been online now for a little while, and yes. it's a seed change completely because obviously most people that knew you would have known you from TV series. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're going out on your own. You can make your own decisions. We can all make comments. <laughs> make my own mistakes. You and, yeah, yeah, uh, so no, well, that, well, that's really the exciting thing about YouTube, and I think with 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 uh, TV sort of on a broadcast on a channel, if you like. Obviously, there's a lot of people involved in that process, um, and so it's not very immediate. And I think probably the worst thing, in a way, is the fact that after, say, you've done a show maybe six months later before it actually comes out, and then the audience get to see it. With YouTube, it's slightly scarier, actually, the fact that it's immediate. I mean, literally, we're making a weekly show. Yep. We certainly have been. We did 40 episodes last year, so we did, like, seven years' worth of, of Wheeler Dealers in the early days in, in less than a year, um, you know, which is quite amazing. And in fact, actually, when we were making the show, it used to take about eight weeks to make an episode. We're doing it every, every week. So there's, it's because of the technology. It's because of lots of different efficiencies that we're managing yep. to wind into this. But the interesting thing is that the audience are right there. And so, like, if you mess up or whatever, or you, if I say the wrong thing, they're going to let me know Straight immediately. Away. But also, you get, the, you get a feel for what they're enjoying, what they're not liking. I mean, it is a little bit of a dark art still. And obviously, we're also producing a very long show a tv show it's 4k so yes. it's, it's, it's so a sort of proper quality so yeah. a lot of people do short short sharp bursts and, but yeah. you're you're sort of taking the tv mentality <laughs> we're making and, it really and long it. and yeah. dragging out now well, the thing is i wanted to get as much detail in there as possible and i think that was ultimately what um you know the audience kind of wanted yes. when i was doing with the dealers and so that's what we wanted to carry on doing here and we've kind of really maxed out on that and really it's a weird paradox but the only way we could get such amount, such a huge amount of detail into each show is actually by sort of focusing on more of that detail. So yep. effectively, you, you sort of, you know, we might change one fuel line for an episode, but obviously you get to see all of that, and it's much more real. And I think the audience quite enjoy, you know. So it's not just them. It's not just them. It takes ages to get something. Well, and done. I can tell everyone it is very real. I mean, yeah. we'll have a quick tour around <laughs> later on, and we'll put it on the Instagram and YouTube accounts just to show you. But it is a working workshop here. So what you see on TV really is what you get. It's not, uh, not just two walls, and then it falls down there's nothing behind it <laughs> well it's never really been quite like that but I think what, one of the things I wanted to change and why the workshop is so big is that 
a problem we have with wheeler dealers is you'd have a car for two weeks pretty much and then and then that would be it yep. um, and then obviously it would go off to get other bits and pieces and in fact we use mark's facilities many times yeah. over the years which that is quite is true, fun yeah. but but what we found here is i can actually have you know we've got the range rover at the moment in the center of the workshop and obviously that's our biggest project at the moment and people yep. are really enjoying how ridiculous and how stupid it is to do that but we're going to do it mm -hmm. um and then but at the side we might have a mustang or we might have an Alvis or a boat or whatever and so we can actually have sort of projects going concurrently and that's why it is a diary yeah. more than sort of like a a show per se, you know, because obviously we are dipping into different bits and pieces. But it seems like the Range Rover is, is the essence, really, of, of I think sort of enthusiasm around classic cars. Because obviously we deal from an auction perspective, mm -hmm. we often deal with obviously people also talking about investments and buying new cars. And yeah, yeah. this is this harks back to sort of the real guts of why people love classic yeah, yeah. cars: getting involved, getting their hands dirty. Now, not all of us like to do that. I'll be quite honest, <laughs> I'm happy to break things and yep. you're happy to fix them <laughs> and you're happy to pay for That's them. That's all part of yeah. the process, right? But, so. <laughs> you know, but ultimately, you know, this, and you can say 922,000 people want to see how these things work. Yeah. And what we miss on TV is that detail because often people on TV will say, well, that's not interesting enough. We need to storybook the next thing. And it's also hardest to, thing to film. It's the, it costs the most to do. Yes. I mean, I think that's the thing. It's, well, you know, We The Dealers was a very pioneering show you know, back in the day. And obviously we were following all that detail. We were actually doing, I mean, obviously lots and lots of copycat shows happened afterwards. Yeah. And it's great. It sort of it kind of started a genre. And, and, and in a way, we were part of the fact that there was this hunger for more of that kind of content. And I think, you know, obviously now, obviously fashions are changing, but obviously, again, doing the detail, focusing on those little tiny jobs. I mean, the idea is really, I'm sort of helping people to learn a bit more without actually sort of lecturing them. You yes. know, do you know what yes. I mean? It's, yes. like, it's an education for all of us. And obviously with every job we do, I'm still having to learn how to do that next thing, how to work on that particular Mustang or how to work on whatever. Um, you know, dabbling with electric stuff. You know, we did our electric ice ah, cream van and things See, so. this is very interesting. Cars are evolving and obviously, say, let's say five years ago, maybe even a decade ago, yeah. cars were, it was an obsessive about originality. Everything needs to be original. Then it started to upgrade in brakes and that was an yeah. acceptable, a slight upgraded engine was acceptable. And now we're seeing this resto mod scene, mm -hmm. which is really gathering a lot of momentum. And of course, with the electrification of of modern cars, we're yeah. now obviously seeing lots of people working on electrification of classic cars. Absolutely. Now, we've we've talked about the pros and the cons. Um, there's a lot of people that would actually hate the idea, but mm -hmm. ultimately, I I think my opinion was, don't look back to see if I changed <laughs> it. Was that if you can electrify cars, we will hold on to more of these cars, yeah. and they won't disappear. Well, it's certainly I think it's part of the, the sort of the, the the solution. I guess with the ice cream van. It was the world's first all-electric ice cream van. We did it just to do some stuff with Guinness, we, you know, Guinness World Records, and we wanted to get a record, so that yeah. was kind of part of the fun. And as soon as we'd kind of accepted the project, the first thing that suddenly dawned on me was, of course, actually all the ice cream machines are actually powered by the diesel engine. Oh, yeah. So once I got rid of the diesel engine, I'd now need to sort out Power a way of actually powering the ice cream machine. And then I realized, of course, actually, that's a problem that's been going on since the 60s. Why should we have ice cream with these horrible diesel fumes when we could have it just powered The irony of pulling up alongside a load of children and leaving a diesel <laughs> engine running. <laughs> yeah, and every time you pull up outside of yeah. school, your start-stop button keeps going yeah, It's off. crazy. It's nuts. So, so, so basically, you know, I ended up inventing a way of actually powering the ice cream machine itself electrically from a battery pack, which could obviously work anywhere. Um, and so that's its own little legacy and yeah. stuff, which is quite exciting. But... It was really interesting taking a perfectly good brand new sprinter engine out 14 miles on the clock, took that out and then put in some electric stuff and then learning all the different elements that you go together because obviously electric 
sort of drivetrain is so much simpler because you have the motor, which is kind of like an inside and outside, two spinny bits, and, and then really there's a lot of electronics. But of yeah. course, there's a lot of electronics in cars. So there's, that's really where, you know, just the lack of components that could go wrong. So it's yeah. only down to maybe software and a couple of fuses. But you still have to be super careful because, of course, you know, like electricity can be a bit of a silent killer. Yeah. You know, if you've got 400 volts in your car, it'd be very easy to say goodnight, you know, you know by touching the wrong bits. And obviously part of the job is to make sure that that isn't a possibility you know you make sure there's lots of protection everywhere so it's a very interesting thing but I think also hydrogen is kind of also going to be part of that process I mean I run lots of Range Rovers mainly because they always break down so you've got to have one that's going to work but you know have but, three and you can always yeah, drive one yeah. I like but, that. but right now I mean, like you know the day we drove, we drove back from Norway so so we did that in a day cool. um, and it's a fair old jump but you couldn't do that if you were charging up all the way but yeah. if you had a hydrogen source then probably you could so hopefully this year one of the things we're going to dabble with is a little bit of hydrogen going to try and convert something to hydrogen which would be quite exciting <laughs> He's like a proper scientist, isn't he? Oh, he's, I've he's, got a clue well, what he's talking about. Yeah. My dad was a proper scientist. Was I'm like a kind of a joke scientist. Oh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so you obviously, and this is where the crossover comes, because, mm. you know, as you say, the eccentrics mm. together here, because, you know, you like to make your, make your mapmobiles, make your film cars, get yeah, everything yeah. ready for the character car set, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And obviously, you're, you've got all your record cars, the shopping trolley down there. We've yes. got the sofa culture famous yeah, for, bathroom, of course. Bathroom, bed. You yeah, drove that yeah, all the way across the States. Yeah, well, actually, it's still stuck there, the sofa. So it's actually, we drove... Underneath a, underneath a, like a motorway freeway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's it's yeah, we well, might as well be. I mean, it's basically we, we went to the, the SEMA motor show, you know, so, so we, we drove it from LA to Vegas, had a small fire on the way, had to fix it up that night. What, all the way across that desert? Yeah, it's mental, but it was really, it was really That's lovely. a five hour drive. It's probably a lot longer. Lot longer. Well, no, well, that yeah. was the problem. We, we, yeah. It was getting a little bit late because we, we'd done some filming actually in the desert because it's, it's an amazing location. And then we thought, we need to get there. So I was nailing it a little bit. And, and then suddenly there was this kind of little bit of a stutter. That's a bit strange. And there's a lot of heat on the back of my head. I look around, there's a fireball behind us. So I think I should probably slow down and have a little look. And basically what had happened is we'd been running a little bit too hot. And then there's a little plastic pipe had burst. And I was running 100% glycol for the coolant. And it went straight into the exhaust. And, you know, and, wow. and, and that was a bit of a mess. And we, had to, we, were, we were filming with Jay Leno the next day. Yeah. So we, had, we happened to have a bolt of fur. And we had tools and fur for some reason in our luggage. That's all we had. And we found a guy called Tank in the middle of Vegas. Oh, in this garage who lent us his little workshop. And we were, the engine was sewing you know, all the, the fur back in place I was trying to yeah. get the engine to work again and then we did the filming and it was fantastic and then we drove it from LA up to um, San Francisco in yep. down again which was absolutely fantastic and doing the one I've done the one highway you know yeah. highway one so many times but doing it in the sofa often at night because we kept breaking down because of this overheating problem constantly um, but it was just epic it really was so yes yeah, so more no, of that he's nuts <laughs> you can't say that no yeah no he's definitely nuts <laughs> you, send, you send me around the M25 up the M6 he yeah. has to drive across America on a sofa yeah, well, I not, can recommend it. It's it no, super cool. Well, maybe, we, we, we've got no interest no, no, no. in that going across it. I want to be in an air-conditioned big Cadillac with loads of room. Double Perfect. Well, you say that, but also you've got your duck, haven't you? Let's face oh, it. So, yeah. so, oh, so yeah. That, it's air-conditioned because of the yeah, air. Yeah. Right? Well, we went on the Thames recently. Yeah, that, that and, uh, The whole team went in. Uh, Mark didn't tell us at the time there was only one pump, so if the engine stopped working, <laughs> it would sink. And It was me, only a little leak. Trust me, this thing would, would really sink quickly. Yeah, and when we pulled out, we went up then by the castle, didn't we? see if we could irritate anyone around the, the castle <laughs> yeah. a success and uh, it was still dropping water out and I'm still looking again how much water did we have we must board? have I, I measured it after I think it was about 300 gallons we, we took in <laughs> but we stayed afloat for a, Just, a little bit and if the engine cuts out because yeah. we didn't have a, I don't think there's secondary no no pump, yeah there's so no pump that is crazy so yeah, yeah never again but there was no. a chap who actually went <clears> round the world in a duck and he actually floated if you like or sailed across yeah. across the Atlantic yeah. so That's I mean it. They, just, they can do it just in case yeah. anyone hasn't know what we're talking about here 
a duck is a great yeah, big a quack, amphibious quack vehicle. Yeah. Um, you can sometimes see them in the tourist trade now, don't you? 1948. It was a military vehicle, yeah. wasn't it? And yeah. um, it's an amazing amazing piece of kit considering its age and that considering how many people could get inside it. Yeah. But you guys, have, as I've well seen, we, you guys um, are well into amphibious vehicles. We are into amphibious vehicles. And that's how Ed and I met in the very early days. Yeah. Ed done an interview. Um, I think it was for Sky TV. It was Classic Car Club. It was a show, it was a little known show. Yeah. I think it lasted a whole series, but it was and great fun. Yeah. We, you know, drove around I never knew you were going to interview me, and I don't think you knew you were going to interview <laughs> me. And, and we did, we had met a, a, a few shows before, so we knew a bit about each other. And we sat down there, and our love of amphibious vehicles yeah. began, and yes. stuff like that. Like nothing I, like to be honest, I like marking an amphibious vehicle, especially when it breaks down in the middle of the lake, and I yeah. can leave it. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, okay, let's move yeah. on, because we could talk about that all day. <laughs> oh. Do go and have a look at Ed's channel. Now, upcoming auction, back to historics yep. matters. Um, we've got, uh, we just closed the catalogue yesterday, closed the oh. catalogue, so I've got to go to the press. 160 163 oh. lots. Yeah. Um, a few different things in there. I think there's an Airstream caravan have you seen that history oh. and it's original so it's got the old you know you, sit, you look at the sofas yeah. and they're all yeah. sort of oh, super cool. 1979 80 yes. something like this it's fantastic it's right up mine and your street yeah we wouldn't want to say we'll just sit in that <laughs> sit it's in that nothing forever it's definitely nothing. Podcast cup location. of tea yeah. that do us <laughs> what, what surprised me was the value watch them, banana so. splits <laughs> So, we're so, away now. Don't stop coming in. We're, we're reminiscing. So James, I think James designed this, and he, he yeah. did a fair bit of research, and, and they were amazingly expensive. Um, but I can't imagine they're used uh, as much. It's probably parked think, up now. And well, no, in America, I think they still are. They still have the club going. I think because mm. they all had a number back in the day, and then so you'd all kind of bundled together. I don't know whether they tried to join the numbers up yeah. or whatever. But you go on this like big wagon train almost, really? uh, touring touring America. So I mean, I think I think it's and they are just such gorgeous things. I mean, I think why having this sort of big beige kind of white-ish yeah. blocks on the landscape and you can have this wonderful thing that reflects I think that the of that era that was where the American cars it was just the design yeah. and, and they were you know form over function and the ability to do so because of mm. the big roads out there and yeah, yeah. um, you know we always you struggle you struggle you struggle coming down oh, your yeah. little lane here yes. Ed, without yeah, yeah, a doubt yeah. and it, yeah. it's, it's the size of a lorry in length it mm. must be 12 meters or something like that. how heavy are they I mean because I imagine it, not every car can tow them either I guess. Um, well, this no, one, no, no, this, no, this, this is the full with the this is driving, driving yeah, bus. Driving. This is the trailer, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah oh, it's a proper tool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, have a look online for that yeah. if you want. If you're interested in that, it's it's an amazing piece of gear. And have a look at the interior. It is time warp and amazing yeah. to still be it's like that because all that velour and that doesn't yeah, usually yeah, yeah. hold on too well. Um, the auction itself is on the 12th. It's over back at Ascot again. We do yeah. like going to Ascot, which is nice and local for all of us. So Ed will have very to local, along. Very local for me because I live on the other I'm side of the I've got to be careful. I don't want to end up with any more projects. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's well, be, that, uh, that leads me on there. So guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what have you seen? You've had a quick lie. I told yeah, you yeah, nice yeah, to yeah. do your homework. What I, have you seen? Well, well there's a couple of things. I think, I mean, obviously, the splitty buses are both very lovely. And, and so that's always kind of fun. But um, the, the Fiat Multipler... Oh, it's so cute. So I, mean, I nearly bought, we, we did a job in Italy a couple, well, yeah, last year, I think it was just, just at the beginning of sort of the lockdown. And so we had to do this job, went out there, did that. And I, and I was thinking, well, you know, now we're going to have to isolate when we come back. Why not make it worthwhile? And I'd found a multiple that had been beaten stupid. It was, it was an absolute wreck. I thought we could buy that and drive it all the way back because it wouldn't matter because it was going to take us ages to do nothing yep. anyway. So thankfully, I resisted that temptation, but I still, I still have a little urge for that. Yeah. But that, that's quite lovely. But also, there's a Nash that's quite yummy. Yes, it did is. did like that in 1933, is it? Pretty, I think the thing was. Pretty bodies there. Yeah, yeah, and then also mm -hmm. the, um, there's another 1937 car. It was the Railton. Yes. <sighs> love that. I mean, I love, I love that era. So what are your favourites? You, you quite like the campers too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I, so I, that, that you mentioned the camper. There's the turquoise one in mm. there. I think it's got some flashy wheels on it and stuff like split screen. Yeah. Well, I went to France many, many years ago. My brother bought a camper van. He went off and went to France and toured around and went for a week and stayed there a couple of months. So I thought, well, if he can do it. <laughs> 
I better borrow that camper. So I went for a week and stayed for six weeks. <laughs> and stuff like it's that. Easily done. Yeah. Anything in a camper, you, you thought... could just say it broke down. I had to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's one of those things, and it, it, it's probably not the nicest thing to drive. But the history, uh, but yeah. nowadays, I mean, there's and a lot what you get into Porsche it, engines. yeah, Porsche engines into them make a big, big difference. Oh, no, no, yeah. that's against sacrilegious. If you've got really, no, but also, it's, but things, I mean, I think with the splitty, that is the main thing, things like the steering box, yeah. that's the nightmare. Right, right up there, there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but the, the, I think the yeah. position's really lovely because yeah. you can kind of cruise yeah. along, just you know, the arms, but you can resto mod them, and you, you can totally upgrade them, and you can make them. I mean, it. It's still that old adage of you end up spending an absolute fortune. I mean, how many hotel stays would you have had for that? But, <laughs> but that one there's got a lovely big engine. Yeah, isn't oh, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The worst, no, the worst thing was I heard that someone yeah. bought themselves a split screen camera, beautiful. Then he had it trailered down to Devon and he would just go down and stay in it and then. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you lost. Well, I think that's the sort of thing of, I might do. <laughs> but the magic of, of, of that sort of thing, I mean, whether you're talking yeah. you know, like, like yeah, the Airstream the or, or a little splitty, yeah. I think there's something really wonderful about having kind of like being a snail, having it's your home like, on your back. Getting in there. And and you could yeah. go anywhere and then I think I'll stop here. And anyway, the kids in there are going, I'll be there, yeah. <laughs> Have a look at that lot list. It'll be lotted up by the weekend. So plenty to look at. It should be lotted up by the weekend. Yes, it should be. We do a lot more shouting on the radio as So, have a quick look online. We'll also put lots of things up on the, all of the social media platforms. So you'll see them. We'll drag you in to have a quick look. Now, when we go to auction, which is the 12th, mm -hmm. I mean, three days of viewing. So we do want you to come down. We've said this a lot. Yes, we can all do it online. We've got all of that ability. But come and see us. It's the start of the year. We're all allowed out again. Ascot's a lovely place. You've even got the bar on. So make sure you come <laughs> down and see us. Now, we are going to do a quick section on you, Mark. Oh, good. And only quick because you can't stop talking at the moment. But um, <laughs> character cars. Now, yes. most people know you, Mark Perkins of Historics. Mm -hmm. But obviously, what they don't know is that you also run, obviously, a successful commercial property with your brothers, and you have character cars, which I'm informed is absolutely flat out busy at the moment. Why is that? We are busy at the moment because uh, character cars. We specialise in sort of film cars. Um, Batmobiles in particular. So I've got four Batmobiles, which I'm sort of greedy enough to have. I was going to say greedy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that one of each, as in one of each era? Yeah, yeah from, from all the different films and stuff. I yeah. think that there's probably a dozen of them. Yeah. Interestingly, I'm not that big on Batman, but I, I do <laughs> like, the, like the cars. I no, like no, no, no. Let's vehicles, get, let's, yeah. How many Batman films have you watched, Mark? Well, I've only seen one Adam West one when I was a child. <laughs> so you've got four Batmobiles. Yeah. Oh, you've got the Mutz Cuts from the... Mutz um, Cuts from brilliant. Dumb and Dumber. From Dumb and Dumber, mm -hmm. yeah, that drives got, horribly. Uh, yeah. Lightning McQueen and Tomata. I've stolen Lightning them. McQueen a couple yeah. of times for children's um, parties, yep. Yeah. Ghostbusters, another Ghostbusters. one. Wasn't that Two. an old hearse? Yes. Yeah, an old Cadillac, yeah. It's, yeah. So it's... Um, has it got, got the right siren, though? Yes, it has. Yeah, yes, it has. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. quality. Um, we've got, I've got a bat boat and a bat cycle as well. Um, Back cycles, a yeah. bicycle. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got, got them as well. That's uh, in the showroom at the moment, yeah. as I noticed, isn't There's it? Take two it Flintstones cars from the 1980s. Yes, when I was younger, Real. he made me dress up as Fred Flintstone. Yeah. I must have been a young 20s. I don't know how I got taught into it. You didn't pay me for that day. That's no. Sure. And I'm sure you got paid. Yeah. Well, what um, people don't don't realise that actually you are my brother-in-law, so you're in forever now. Exactly. No, no, no. There's no family, no blood. <laughs> oh yeah, no blood. Thing, yeah, that's it, yeah. So okay, you you obviously deliver these cars all around yeah. the country, sometimes the world. A lot in London, I understand. Do you ever get yourselves in trouble? We've had a, we've had a few Minor mi mis mishaps and stuff like that, and many times we've been pulled over by, you know, just say we're doing doing something, showing off something. So there might be a, a Batmobile and some DeLoreans or something driving around. Well, obviously that's a big eye catcher, and if you're yeah. up around London, around Leicester Square, or you are going to get pulled by the police. Do they normally? They come over. Oh no, was it? But be fair, they did just go once. Let's have my picture, mate. They pull you up for something. I'm sure I had to come across oh, yeah. it more than yeah, enough yeah, yeah. times, etc. Pull you up because you 
for some ridiculous reason, but you can talk your way out of it. In, in and you're way. good at talking your way out of it, aren't you? Oh, yeah. We had a brilliant one. <laughs> We've done um, Ronan Kemp was uh, 30th birthday. Somebody just pick up that name. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw that one. He, he was 30 back in COVID, so there's no traffic in London whatsoever. And I'm up there with a the Batmobile, and there is nothing. All there is is police cars in every corner, and my instructions were like to run him around the block. Uh, he's dressed as Batman. <laughs> And so we go around the corner, and as soon as we turned the first police car, police car, and we must have picked up four police. We hadn't gone half a mile. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to get tugged here for some reason. And then the next jump, so they've obviously radioed through, and they combed off the road all the way back to Capital Radio, straight the way oh, through. Yeah, was, that, was that because of you or because of Roman? Oh. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but it, it's, it's very good like that. So, you, so what's the craziest car project you think you've worked on? That's a crazy question in itself. Yeah. I mean, I think we've had, we, we did all the, with Comfy Banana, we did all kinds of things like the driving bed and the sofa yeah. and, and, and whatever. So I guess it's going to be something, one of those. I mean, the shopping trolley, we did a job in Ireland and that was quite mad. And we had these, these little air-cooled motors and we were sort of driving around, I've forgotten where it was, it was, I think it might have been Belfast. And, and, and it was raining that day and then the rain got into the motors and then they started arcing and so there was like yeah. sparks and it looked really fantastic but obviously it wasn't ideal but obviously yeah. the client was happy <laughs> we got lots of you know, people looking at it so that was quite fun but when driving you know it's three and a half metres tall yeah. so when, if you wear like a ski suit you look like a toddler you know in a little romper suit sitting so that's quite fun so I think that's Ed, probably you're the, never going to look like a toddler those of you that know us regularly <laughs> yeah. I was going to bring James Good along to this shoot and I thought he it, just, like a it would have been yeah. unfair to be honest with you because I would have sat him next to Ed just yeah. um, or put him on booster seats I suppose. Oh, yeah. but it's just interesting you said this back in time I've worked in Ireland a few times it's, it's, di it's a different set of people without it. they are so friendly and nice you be careful and yeah. they are very, and they, they come over and stuff like that and you're there for hours we're like I going. am with this podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> on to the next section. We're going to play a very quick game. Now, it's come about because I always think of a silly game on a podcast God. just to break things up Nothing a Nothing too bit. intelligent, is it? Well, you'll probably still lose. <laughs> but basically, so when I was a kid, I used to play this game. I used to sit in the back of my dad's car, and I would try and spot the car in front from the rear brake lights and okay. see what it was. Yeah. I'm sure we, you did that, right? Maybe. No. Okay, well, I, was a, I was a lonely child. Yeah. So what I've done is I've just gotten some rear lights and brake lights, and we're going to try and guess which ones they are. Oh, my word. Okay. Uh, they're properly made before. I've been laminated them. That's very good. So, first one. What car is this, chaps? Oh. Now, we've talked about the American cars. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It's an American it, car. It, 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 I'm going to guess at a Thunderbird. And I'd go further and say a 57 Thunderbird. Oh, that's very specific. Wow. <laughs> Straight <laughs> Okay, so this is a 62 Thunderbird. So that means I win. I think, I think I'll tell you what, this, I'll give you a point each. Time, <laughs> that's pretty good. Now this one, we've got modern here. Oh. Now, what is that? That's an i8. Oh, straight in. Mm -hmm. That's an yeah, I8. Yeah, well, I've got no idea. That's so I say an I8. They're <laughs> taking points. Yeah. Back lights, aren't they? Well, so that's that's a BMW I, love, I love that detail actually, just going it's around. A it's detail, very isn't it? cool. Yeah. It's, it's a shame that they. But how did lights collection. get like that? We used to have little round lights. Yeah, and you do look at them, you think they're all these shapes and well, yeah, yeah. And some of them are that long. Because they're, they're LED. Well, the other day we were coming back, going, going driving to Germany, and there was one of the is it the Taycan or whatever, or maybe the Audi. One you of guys the are taking ones. over again. Go on. Yeah. And they've got like you know, and you just have that thin yeah. red light. It's it cool. super cool. It's I cool. mean, but in the in the horrible weather, it was amazing. It was yeah. actually very cool. And the 9/11 they do as so well. It is super yeah. cool. Isn't it works it? Very so it's well. very American. Because I'm sure they were doing that a long time. They did a long time. The downside that you don't buy a backlight now or a bulb for tuppence, do you? No. We got this one. Maserati. 
See, he, he, he jumps, jumps in, it jumps it's in, but fair. you can't be quicker. It makes me look I even stupid. opened that way. I wouldn't have a clue anyway. Yeah, so those are you do know. That's the, the earlier cars with the cool boomerang lights. When they changed them to those lights, they were, they, you know, yeah, there wasn't that so much. They look more like a jank thing. I think it was the US regulations that killed it. Oh, that is, um, that's Cadillac, isn't it? Right, there you go. It is. Yeah. It is. That is definitely Cadillac. All the way. And do you know why? Because these lights here, I actually got on my Batmobile. Without a doubt, straight back yeah. to again. Yeah. Always back to it, it <laughs> needs to be more about me. You're going to know this quicker than Mark. So that's Mark. I can read it from the back. It's not uh, uh, hang on. Oh, that oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's McLaren, isn't it? It is. Okay. I did say Lamborghini, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. You, you did, you did <laughs> hear that. I did, I did say that Mark first. Mark did it out. Yeah, this is a McLaren. That's a fabulous set of lights. Imagine awesome. following. I mean, you but can you imagine what course. is the length of, of that there? That's it's a couple of feet. Huge. It's absolutely. But that's a really super stunning cool. rear light. Yeah, that's that super is cool, good. isn't it? Right. Now, we should both know this one. Come on. Cortina? That's a console. That is actually... I, I black and whited it because the colour would give it away. Lotus Cortina. So that's the Cortina rear light. Is that the Lotus console, Cortina console? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a special model. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> and then finally... Mustang. Yeah. See, he's straight. I'm sorry. He's straight. Mark, it's you were I'm surprised. How can I guess? Mark, you're, I'm sorry. not coming here again. <laughs> Come on, off you go. Thanks for your time, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we used to play Beetlebug Blue, Beetlebug Yellow. So these oh. Beetles were so common on oh, the road really? and stuff like that. Yeah. We used to play Ping and Pong. Yeah. So oh. ping is a telephone box and pong is a, is, is a post box. Oh, there you go. See, oh, that's great. I don't, yeah, Not so much of that on the yeah. motorway. Ping, yeah. and, ping and pong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it we came from. We used to do Eddie Stobart down the lorries because you do all the lorries going yeah, down yeah, the road. Yeah, Eddie Stobart. And you have to get the name of, of the lorry on the front. That was a good thing. <laughs> so on, on that, so yeah. what cars do you remember from childhood? You know, like your dad drove. Or, you know, what, what can you remember? Well, I think it's funny because my, my, my parents had um, mini clubbins. Actually, we had a couple of mini oh. clubbins for years. See, and they, Your parents they, had mini clubbins. How tall were you as a child? Well, I wasn't six foot seven. I oh, know, but you must have been getting there. <laughs> oh, sure, but for, for the early years. Oh, so did they have okay. the wood on the side, the mini club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I don't think it was, like, it was like probably woodish. I yeah, guess. I, love it. It was I think had but, is the word. I don't think any of them survived. But one yeah. of the, one, yeah, well, this is it. But my, I think my my favourite sort of car experience as a kid was, was basically my, my uncle had a 1929 four and a half litre Bentley. Mm. And we went out on top of Clifton Common. And oh, yeah. it was the first thing I'd ever, car I'd ever done 100 miles an hour in. Oh. It's just epic, and it, it's, 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 it's apparently now in America. And that was fast, so, so that was very fast. Thing. I remember a Renault Laguna yeah. and a Citroen ZX, and I, and I, I distinctly remember. It's a difficult era. I remember because I remember how we, having to learn how momentum was key with cars with no yeah. real power. Laguna, they led the way. A Renault Laguna. My dad had a, a 1.8 RT, and he always did this. So he had company cars, and he would mm. always choose. So all his friends would go for BMWs, Audis, because yeah. they wanted the the, the, the no the. the Panache car, I want, oh. I want to see like I'm that sort of sales exec. And he was like, Well, yeah, but if I buy the Renault, I can get more extras on it. And if I get in a really horrible car, it'll be cheaper. And he, and he wow. liked to stiff the, the, the lease company. Oh, so if I get it in purple, the buggers can't sell it when I give it back. He's <laughs> just <laughs> obstinate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, that's what I remember those ones. Do you but inherit a lot of your dad's sort of ways and thoughts? I just wonder. I'm, I'm inheriting his hairline as well at this yeah. rate, I think. <laughs> so, so. Right, well, we should probably wrap that up because you two have been talking for way too long. The upcoming auction is the 12th of March. There's lots on the website, so www.historics.co.uk. Please call the office, email us, whatever you need. We're there to help. Now, of course, we have three days of the viewing. We have the auction day itself. 
make sure you come if you can, please. It's much more exciting when you're with us. Um, from now on, we've got a few more videos to come up. Before that auction, we'll have the preview videos with Tom Exton and Vicky. We're going to go and do some driving, hopefully, next week with Sarah Crabtree and Tom That's again. That's it, the crabs will be there. Yeah, so yeah. that'll be good fun, and stay engaged to watch that. Again, click subscribe, press the bell icon. And obviously, yes, do go and have a look series. at this series. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be the 25th of February, I think, is the next episode, or maybe the month, the week after, depending on how things go. But we're going to be messing around with some freaking lasers. You can do it's what you like. It's yours now. Well, exactly, we can. Well, as long as we can get the edit done. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, so from now, it's goodbye from me, goodbye from Ed, and goodbye from Mark. Please remember, write all the abuse you like in the comments section. Mark's used to it. And we'll see you very soon. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>